Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Homo Sapiens listeners. I'm just jumping on here. Did you hear me jump? To tell you that we have exciting news. If you want to listen to Homo Sapiens without the ads, now you can. You can subscribe to Homo Sapiens Plus on Apple Podcasts and all future episodes will be ad free. How do you sign up? Well, go inside your Apple Podcasts app, go to our Homo Sapiens homepage, and the option to subscribe to Homo Sapiens Plus for £1.49 a month is there. There's also BT Dubs, a seven day free trial available, so you can try before you buy, which is my favourite. I like to do that in the supermarket whenever they've got a little snack being handed out. Anyway, I digress. Hello, this is what they call part two of a podcast called Homo Sapiens. Part one's on the feed, but if you've already heard that, this will now become part two magically. You just have to sit there and wait and it'll become part two. Me talking to Shivani Dave. It's a great chat. Here it is. Can I ask you a question about your second coming out? Do you remember what kind of took you between the first one and the second one? And what made you say I needed you felt you needed to redefine the person you are. Yeah, I I don't know if it was that deep. I don't know if it was something, you know, chewing me up inside and, and causing me to lose sleep. What I think it was, was I, I came out as bisexual and largely hadn't changed as a person. I was sort of always the person I had been, but, but a bit more open about who I am. And mm. before coming out, and after my friends would sort of call me a boy with boobs, just the way that I, I was and my interests and my hobbies. And that's sort of how I was identified amongst some of my friends. And that was sort of like a jokey little thing. Mm. Then years later, I guess I found the terminology non-binary. I don't think I necessarily knew it or I knew it, but I didn't really identify with it or understand fully what it means it was 2020 and I kind of just was, this is me. This is kind of who I've always been. And now I know this language and it's mm. right there. You know, it's it's a word that I, really does describe how I feel and who I am. And what actually did eat me up inside and what, what caused a lot of anxiety for me was not accepting myself as being non-binary and not coming out to myself, but it was saying those words out loud to other people because, you know, in the last few years, transphobia has only gotten worse and worse and worse. And I feel incredibly privileged to be surrounded by people who are all kind of like, okay, great, cool. What pronouns do you want us to use? And that that was really lovely for me. Mm. But it was it was a bit weird because, you know, on the flip side, when I first came out, 
I'd been at school, people at school were calling me gay or a dyke or whatever the, the, the slur of the week was. And now I've, I, I really like reclaiming those, but that really tore me up inside. And I really tried hard not to give any of that away. And I really tried not to be seen or associated as, as gay or, or queer or bi. And that's what I lost sleep over. And that gave me a lot of anxiety until, and, and it was really hard for me to come out to myself as bi but then it flipped and I was I'd already come out once and I was already comfortable with myself and I knew the feelings of of how good and how liberating it was to finally accept that part of me um Mm. so then the second coming out was almost an easier step to make when you say that you you sort of struggled to give that bit away I think was your words like as in do you mean like you told people but then you were like but there's no way I'm gonna act in any way that they think would make me no I, I didn't even tell people I think you know oh, oh right I okay, think sorry. like yeah. I ba- I probably knew from when I was like 11 or 12 when I started secondary school I basically knew I see and right I didn't then come out until I was 19 and right okay so you had yeah and it was a whole lot of me trying to pretend that I was the straightest straight to ever straight (laughs) the straightest straight to ever straight but then at the same time I was playing sport and I was playing sport doesn't mean that you're queer if you're assigned female at birth but you know the, the assumptions there the stereotypes are there and and it was really not helping me keep my cover as the straightest straight to ever straight. <laughs> it was blowing your cover, yes. So um, we asked the listeners about their own versions of this. Really fascinating results. So have you come out more than once, we asked listeners? Yeah. 94% of people said yes. Is that because they're coming out as the same thing to multiple people m- multiple times? I think that it's a combo, okay. to be honest, because we haven't specified. So I think it's kind of like... But then as it goes, as the questions sort of move on, it gets more into like that whole doing the big announcement to your mates type coming out rather than trying to tell the person at reception in a hotel that you actually do need a double <laughs> Um <laughs> Second question. Has your relationship with your gender identity forward slash sexuality evolved since you first came out? 78% of people said yes. So that's over three quarters for the mathematicians among us. Um that's I'm really amazed by that actually and I'm I'm really pleased by that because I you know I've spoken on this podcast about I came out as a gay man but like I don't find that fully satisfactory it's not all of it and I think I used to be sort of reaching around for a label and I'm not anymore right I'm not currently but non-binary didn't work for me gender fluid oddly works better um although you know I think which is your version because I really like femininity and I really like masculinity and I don't feel like either are not me if that makes any sense I feel like it's all a construct and I don't fully understand it I think that's the best way I've ever been able to like verbalize it like I um uh I can't remember if I've said this before but it's like um gender is just everywhere I find it quite overbearing and it feels like other people seem to think it's just like oxygen. It tastes of nothing. We just breathe it and that's that. And I feel like I'm the only person going, 
Can you taste air? Like it's quite strong flavour. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think so. I think I think you're 100% right though. Like gender definitely feels to me like a construct and and it simultaneously has this ability to like mean nothing and everything at the same time. Like yes. it has this absolute chokehold on the way society <laughs> operates. But yeah. what's the point of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Chokehold is the word. And sometimes the chokehold grabs you around the throat and you're like, I was just walking down the street and now you're shouting at me. Like, what are you talking, you know? Um, so to, to go into like listeners sort of um, expanding on that about how they felt between the two or more coming outs. Um, so Tia said, the first time I came out as bi, just like you, didn't think it was a big deal because I didn't connect with it second time I came out with lesbian and I felt it with my whole soul oh that's lovely that's nice Ben says pandemic really fucked me up because now I have anxiety telling people even when they affirm I wonder if you would be able to elaborate for us Ben but is that because we spent so much time alone and now you have to go out into the world and tell people I don't know it's hard I think with all of these scenarios it's so personal like every single person will have a different response to how this would be and it could be the mm. same situation with the same sort of identity or, or words to identify but you have different responses yeah and you feel different every day yeah. don't you? sometimes i find things easy sometimes i find it hard and i'm like what's changed just just the know, day have i had any yeah. sugar yeah how many coffees have i have had? I had a break <laughs> uh lean says i'm no longer scared of the response i'm confident that's lovely chris says the first time i came out i experienced a lot of shame now, when I come out, I do it with pride. I mean, is is that the same for you, Chris? Like coming out to the hotel receptionist thing? Yeah. I don't know that I come out with pride. I think I come out with like absolute just this is who I am. You know what I mean? Like Unapologetic. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I feel it's weird. I feel pride for like others. You know, I think we are this amazing community. But I don't know that I feel pride in the moments of saying those things. I, I also think I can feel the tension in the moment mm. whenever I do it, if that makes any sense. So like, you know, I was trying to talk to someone about insurance the other day and I was on the phone to someone at the insurance company and I was trying to explain that it was my husband who was going to be calling and they needed to call him. And I could hear them being like, not understanding, you know what I mean? And also like, we don't have the same surname. So then it's like even that's confusing them. And I would say when I'm coming out in that moment, I don't feel pride. I feel a bit like, oh, here we go. Yeah. But I have no, I really school myself to not elide over it to make their life easier, if that makes For sense. For sure. But sometimes I feel like, it's a controversial opinion I have, but sometimes I feel like there's just so much emphasis on on the LGBTQ plus community to be proud and to feel pride and rainbows and joy and happiness and all of that stuff which is great and I do think that we should be able to feel all of those emotions and, and not have any shame around our identities but sometimes I don't want to feel pride and sometimes I just want to feel like contentment or just seen just yeah <laughs> I just want to feel relaxed as opposed to like any sort of overwhelming joy or sadness I just want to feel like toasty and warm does that make sense yes it, it makes a lot of sense and i think there's a lot of people who feel like that mm. 
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, okay, let's have a look at D here says, seems very natural now. I remember feeling so fearful when I came out the first time. Well, that is lovely because that's a listener who has been through a right journey and we've been through it together. So thank you so much for writing that in. That's wonderful. Prince of Androgyny says, the first felt like a step in the right direction and the last felt like I was more complete and secure. Because it's funny, isn't it? People are saying, you know, like it feels like it was two steps, like two-step verification when you're trying to log into your Hotmail. But it's like... You still use Hotmail? No. And then here we go. First time, speaking of which, Rye says first time was by email and group Facebook message. Latest was on a video call. So look at the technology jumps between that. So the first time Rye came out was was by email and a group Facebook message. And then you're on a video call. That's the pandemic. That would do it for you. Yeah. Someone wrote in, and I wonder if this was you, Rye, who was asking about coming out on a Zoom, on a family Zoom. Should I do it on Zoom? And uh, our advice was pull the plaster off and do it. Because it was coming out to a family in New Zealand. Whoever that was, may you write in and say what happened. Did you do? Did you take our advice? No harm feelings if you didn't. Um... Sean says nothing, lol, uh, between the two times, which is good. Got a lot easier to talk about and didn't really care about others' opinions in my life, says Dan. That's that's nice growth, like taking away that power from other people. Isn't it? And actually, that's the version of pride I can relate to in a way. Yeah. Just not caring. Just being like, this is these are the facts, which I think takes an innate sense of pride within you, but it's not the version that is on posters around Pride Month. Yeah. I think so. And I think I think this version here that you and Dan and I have all experienced is more true to the community's experience than than the sort of glossy posters. I mean, completely. Although I still enjoy the the parades and the parties. So I'm not saying abolish them altogether. I'm just saying, yeah. No, I think though Pride Month, for me, it's a celebration of the community, but is is also for non-queer people. And that's great. That's what I want. But I don't know that I relate to that part of it. I do not relate to the rainbow jumper in Target. Sorry. Yeah, what's happened with Christmas has happened to Pride, where, like, it's less about the actual thing and it's more about how you can celebrate the thing even if you're nowhere Mm. near involved in it. And I think that's happened to Pride. Like, everyone wants to celebrate the thing even if they have no sort of actual involvement the other 364 days of the year yes 
Why don't we get presents then? Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I've trained my brother. What? This yeah, so he every year gets me a gift for Pride Month. Okay, let's start making this. And then who would be the queer Father Christmas? It probably would have been Leslie Jordan. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> it could be Lil Nas X. Yes. And he's got enough money to just buy us all a present anyway. He could actually get on a sleigh around the world, couldn't he? I think he? he did it in a music video. I think really? he's done a Santa-themed music video. If not, Lil Nas X, you can have this idea for free. Well, listeners, thank you so much. This has been really lovely, reading all your responses. I just think the most fascinating thing about that is 75% of you have evolved your sexual and gender identity since first coming out, because that's nearly everybody, you know? And I think if you look at it from the way coming out is portrayed it's always this one big event not true as per you as per moi as per these surveys and shivani what are you up to next in life aside from choosing your next pride present so i make podcasts as a as a thing yes as a, as a little yes. side thing so, so we will put in the show notes the links to two Three. There have been many, um, but sort of the the one that I'm I'm sort of most proud of at the moment is what I'm working on at the moment called Black and Gay Back in the Day, which is sort of all about sharing black queer stories throughout British history. Mark came on the podcast. Yes, Mark is our host, Mark Thompson, incredible man. Yes. So that's what I'm sort of filling my time with at the moment and increasingly just trying to do things to support the queer community and to champion that. So I am a journalist for Openly News um, on TikTok and it's a branch mm. of the Thomson Reuters Foundation where I make TikTok videos about what's going on. Uh, I think the tagline is impartial LGBTQ plus news for a world that isn't. And it's it's great because it's impartial, yes, but... It, not in the sense that other organisations have been in the past. We don't say, let's debate trans rights. We say mm. trans people are people. So that is our baseline foundation, which is literally right. the floor. But, you know, when, when the bar is so low for some media organisations, that can be a reassuring thing for the trans community to hear. Um, mm. And then we we sort of just tackle some of the biggest news topics. So things like the midterm elections and how that was going to affect LGBTQ plus people, um, but also Fair. Qatar and football and all of that. Mm. It's basically anything mm. in the LGBTQ plus sphere. We try and make it relatable and accessible. Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because when we started this podcast five years ago, we would sort of look around for things in the news any headlines anyway that were related to our community and it was like eh, not really anything oh, maybe one thing about one thing now it's like every day <laughs> like, yeah it's so it's everywhere it's really it's 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 very sad when it's the destructive stuff um but it's it's just very different it's, i suppose is the main yeah i think i think what's important to to note about what we do is the fact that um like you say a lot of it can be quite destructive and it can be sort of hate crimes and homophobia and transphobia but we solely focus on lgbtq plus news which means that we also get to focus on the positive things and the things mm. that uplift the community and frankly from my point of view if we were just focusing on all the horrible things it would just be really depressing to work on but we we sort of want to shout about the good news as much as we want to explain the bad stuff yeah because you don't want you know i 
I'm, I'm pleased you said that because I feel I feel the same of this for this podcast is like I don't want to play into the hands of news editors and just constantly be arguing on behalf of you know there's a place for that absolutely but we are also just people who want to have a chat yeah <laughs> and I don't have to be on the news advocating for myself or someone else from the community 24 7 that's they put us in that role and whenever you see a queer person on any current affairs show they're advocating for rights fantastic that they're doing that but we need to be seeing a, a, an expanded version of that with just just talking about accepted truths like trans women are women let's now let's carry on you know it's um it's, it's so nice that there are outlets doing yeah that now. i think also when you think about more of the mainstream news like i want to be in a world where eventually we get lgbtq plus people who aren't just on the tv to talk about lgbtq plus issues like yeah yeah, yeah why yeah. can't why can't they talk about what they're outside of that like whether that's mm, mm. i don't know anything but we can put the world to rights yeah. tomorrow i reckon yeah <laughs> some conversations put a spring in your step and that's one of them for me love shivani speaking of which next week another conversation that puts spring in my step we're talking to the tv vet dr james greenwood i would call him more of an instagram vet myself he's a superstar vet he's on instagram at dr james greenwood i think is the handle handle as they say um, I always feel like I'm playing Warcraft when I say things like that. Am I wrong? Right in, tell me. James actually started out on that TV show Pottery Throwdown, but is also a vet and is now it does BBC Morning Live every day, or at least some days. And he is a wonderful man. And learning all about his story is really fascinating about being a gay man, growing up as a gay man in Yorkshire, growing up uh, wanting to become a vet, all the intricacies actually really links to being gay, interestingly enough. Um, and I think it will really resonate with you all. So tune in for that next week. Let us know what you thought of today's conversation. Tell us your evolving coming out stories. Let's hear them. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens on Instagram. Um, this has been wonderful. You've been wonderful. I'm going to go and now resume my horizontal position on the sofa with the box of celebrations resting on my chest. And everybody, please write in and tell me your New Year's Eve plans. If someone knows how to crack New Year's Eve, I am all ears, as they say. Um, let me know, let me know, let me know. Times 1000. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com. If we don't speak before then, as they say, have a brilliant New Year. Happy New Year to you all and sending you a ton of love. Bye for now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.